Welcome back to We Are Utah Podcast, where we bring you weekly episodes of the best in the Beehive State. Simply put, this is where we live. And this is where you stay connected. Stay connected. Because together, we We are are Utah. Utah. And now your hosts, Jordan Wheeler and Braden Floyd. Hey guys, welcome back What's to up everybody? We Are Utah podcast. Uh, we're glad to have you back, and if this is your first time listening, uh, we bring you weekly episodes with things that are going on in Utah. Um, we love to promote businesses, highlight people, date nights, good restaurants, um, really just connect connect the state and show people how, how awesome it is. How fun and great this state is. Yeah, so... Uh, one thing that is awesome in this state is Braden's social axe throwing. Uh, we've got a group in here. We're actually recording right now with a group throwing axes, so you might hear a few thumps. Um, but if you need to get out, have a date night, or a team-building experience, um, this is the place to be. Uh, he's got arcade games. He's got great food, beer, Hell yeah. Uh, pool table in the Ogden location. I know your Salt Lake location has... Yeah, pretty much the same setup in Salt Lake, man, so we got it. We got you taken care of. You need a night out, you need to relieve some stress, come see us. But uh, I guess, like I've always say, if you need to sell a house or buy a house, you need to talk to Jordan Wheeler here. I would love to help yeah. you guys find a house. Let him help you. How's things been, man? You sold any houses this Good. week? Got closing close anything so, yet? So, right now, it's a little slow, just with holidays. Yeah. Um, but yeah. we're moving, so we bought our own house, personally, and moved yeah, how is your to new South house? Weber... It's awesome. Yeah, I seen your video the other day. You have, sitting in the hot tub that you just yeah, got. Yeah, they, they, they left their hot tub. Yeah, I, I, I got in there by myself because I couldn't help it. So we're slowly moving. We were living in Syracuse, missed the mountains, and now we've got our backyard opens up to the mountains with a hot tub. So yeah, Syracuse is like farmland. Yeah, mosquitoes and whatnot. All yeah, that our, our kids are. Come, it's nice right on the in. mountain. You're going to get deer in your backyard and stuff now. Yeah, so we've got a deck that's lifted, and it's got dirt under it. I think there's something crawling there? under there. Because, nice. like, it looks like a dog's been under there, but nice. I don't know if it's, like, a raccoon or something. That's awesome. But uh, it's really close to Snow Basin. Yeah. So well, let's in, yeah, know, introduce our guest today. We're right by the canyon, um, and our guest, Ted. Say your last name. Ted Valerio. 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 Yes. Uh, he is a ski instructor up at Snow Basin. So that I am. Yes. Uh, my wife owns Ted Ski One. Ted Ski One dot yeah. com. Oh. Uh, my wife is from California, and she's not. I don't think she's ever been skiing. Bring her up. So yeah, we'll we'll need to bring her. Um, I found Ted on Instagram. I think we connected through a hashtag. Is my social guess. media. Uh, That's how we find it. Yeah, Utah's rad. I use it for real estate as well. Or that's um, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. They're a cool clothing brand too. It is. They got a little clothing brand as well. Yeah. So I saw I saw your Instagram kind of just went through it, and you have pictures of people wearing your T-shirts, and I thought, okay, I I would love to talk to this guy on how he does his marketing. Awesome. Um, So Ted, it's great to have you. We're glad having me. Yeah, yeah, we're we're glad you came in. I know Zoom meetings have been a, a thing of the the past hopefully Let's hope so. but yeah. they're they're a new thing that has happened because of covid and we just like meeting in person well i appreciate uh, that appreciate yeah. having me in makes it more fun so we're fun more personal what what got you into skiing did you grow up here and and then kind of tell us your story growing up or or 
how you got into skiing and then what made you decide to become a ski instructor. Okay, so I've been I've lived in Utah my whole life, like awesome. a lot of us, right? Yeah. And so I've been skiing since I was uh, five years old or so forth, and uh, skied in, at Snowbird and Alta forever and a day. Moved out here for a job back in 1985. That's how old I am. Uh, about 1998, it's, I decided, you know, skiing's expensive, so I need to do something to, to keep skiing. Yeah. So I decided to become an instructor. At nice. that point, I fell in love with it. The Olympics showed up 2001, which was amazing, actually. That's awesome. And Did- then... I'm here today. So I've been a ski instructor forever and a day now. So That's awesome. I'm, so, old, I'm the old so guy were, So you were an instructor during the Olympics when it was here? It was amazing, yeah. That is to say, that was that rad as can be? It was pretty cool. That's it was cool. pretty cool. Right, so we did had you get access. a chance to meet any professional skiers that, uh, that year? Yeah, I met a lot of the Any gold young, medalists or anything? Uh, a lot of the young instructor, uh, a lot of the ski uh, people now, yeah. Nice. Like Lindsey Vaughn when she was a forerunner back then. Nice. So didn't meet That's Bodie, awesome. but I met uh, Rawls, Darren Rawls. Cool. He's pretty cool dude, yeah. So did you have a bunch of uh, people from around the world that were wanting ski instructions? or? N- Unfortunately, no. When uh, 2001 came around, that's when uh, we had, we had a, the problem with the Trump Towers and everything else. Security yeah. changed at that point. Oh, yeah. So we were pretty isolated. Uh, security was pretty tough, and so there wasn't a lot going on. So I got to see a lot of races back then, which yeah. was pretty cool. <laughs> Spent a lot of time on, at the finish line watching the downhill. That's what we had at Snow Basin was the downhill. It was awesome. pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. I, rem- all, I remember about the Olympics because we were little. Yeah. You guys were little. little. Uh, I was 2002. I think 2001. 2001, yeah. We were in elementary because yeah, I, school, I, I remember the schools would do um, field trips to this, the events, and we were going to go down. What's the big ski jump? Uh, oh, yeah, in uh, Park, Park City. City. Yeah, Park City. So yeah. we drove all the way up there. We had to get up really early and take buses. And, of right. course, as little kids, we just thought it was awesome that we were going on a field trip. And you don't realize how big the Olympics are. And we got all the way up there and waited probably two, three hours, and there was too much wind, and they had to cancel it. Oh, bummer, dude. And, of course, you know, they had the event, but the kids that got to go with the school, you know, they, they can't get another bus, so we missed <laughs> yeah. out on the event. I didn't get right. a chance to go to any of the events when I was a kid, but my grandma took me down to Salt Lake City, and it was like a raging party yeah. all over there, giving out free stuff, food trucks everywhere. <laughs> that was like, the craziest thing ever yeah, in Salt, like Salt Lake City. Yeah, Salt Lake City was insane that was whole insane. time. Yes. Like everybody was out, and the, they had the streets closed down on some of it, and it was cool. Did you ever get so. into the pins, like collecting yeah, the pins? Yeah, I got, so I had a few of those pins from that. I wonder... Yeah. Because, like, I remember the Jello one was a big thing. That was the toughest pin to get. I have a couple hundred pins. Do you still have them? Yes, I did, yes. That's awesome. And so I've got them somewhere, and I don't know where they are. So do you you know what they're worth? I I was wondering if they're... uh, Probably not much. Maybe the Jello one might be, but I don't think... There's probably some collector out there who paid a decent price, but not... Probably nothing outrageous. Not Some like a, crazy not like Bitcoin or nothing. Nothing crazy like that. <laughs> they collect every pin from every. Olympic. Oh yeah, I'm sure somebody would. It's like just yes. like Pokemon cards, man. Basketball. They cards, just stick them in their drywall, and they've got a whole wall. Yep. That's crazy. So, so I remember the big one of the big things was the Roots hats. I don't know if you yeah, know the Roots we, hats. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, they're the berets. Yes, uh-huh. and and my grandma brought, bought us me and my brother one, and she has a balcony with the mountains behind it. And we have a picture of me and my brother in an Olympic uh, hoodie with the beret. And uh, my uncle always makes fun of us because he's like, I can't believe you guys wore that hat. <laughs> Let's put it this way. I waited three hours in line to buy a Roots hat because that you? was the most sought-after thing That's ever. That's awesome. That's it was, awesome. Yeah, but They're you know, cool. 
I, I don't even. Do you still have yours? I still have all my Olympic stuff. Do you? Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, yeah. That's right. It'd be, fun, it'd be fun to go look at. I feel like my, I think my dad might have doing, been doing some, some kind of uh, security or something because he had a jacket, I think, that had the Olympics on. I can't remember. Purple or yellow think, or something? Yeah, yeah, I can remember vaguely seeing something like that. Yeah. And I remember, did you, I remember uh, my family, we went up and watched when the torch was coming into town and they were yeah. getting all kinds of Olympic stuff then, too. Yeah, so. I remember. It was that. actually pretty cool. Yeah. That's rad. A lot of fun. So let's talk about oh, yeah. ski let's instruction. Uh, Let's do it. What, why Snow Basin first? Because there's so many great uh, resorts around here. Why did you go with Snow Basin? Well, I had a couple of buddies that were at Snow Basin instructing way back when, and they said, oh, come on up. And so the late Pete Miller, he's the one who hired me, he goes, uh, he come up and I'll give you a job. Nice. And so I coached Little League football and baseball like we all have yeah. when we were younger and figured it'd be a cool thing to do. Uh, cheap way to ski. You know, yeah. and then found out I loved it and never looked back. I bet you were so happy when people came in that, like, knew what they were doing. And so you were able to just ski with them, but you were technically instructing them, right? Uh, <laughs> yes and no. It's all fun. So you get some free skiing out of that, right? Yeah, so that, that is awesome. kind of fun. Yeah. That is kind of fun. So do you teach all ages? When you, I teach when you all ages, Awesome. Yes. Now, are we talk, now, have you ever taught, like, I've seen, like, the little babies that ski or, like, little, like, toddlers that ski. Yeah, like, what age can they yeah, start? Like, my, I've got a, 18 months. 18 months what? you can start yes. skiing. So no with 18 months, you're just you're just trying to keep them happy. So you pull them around the you pull them around the snow a little bit. They're having fun. They're sliding. It's a sensation of flying the snow in their yeah. the, the yeah. wind in their face. They're having fun. They fall down. They play in the snow. They eat the snow. I've got an 18 month, and I don't know if two year old could ski. I, I don't. I think he would have fun for a little bit, but he's so he's just crazy. Well, yeah, it's fun. You, and they can be crazy on the snow. That's the thing about it. They yeah. can Burns play in the snow. They can fall down. They can do all that so stuff. So do you, I, do you have, like, a little harness that you put on them? I don't use them the harnesses. You no. don't use them? I don't use them. Why not? Um, it's just easy to pick them up, you know. Yeah. So I don't worry about yeah. that. You just pick them up. Nice. So at 18 months, you know, you play around with them for an hour and so, and they play in the snow. They have fun. And then... That sounds so and fun. And as, as long as they're happy, you That's know. That's awesome. They get that sensation of association of being, of being happy yeah. with, in snow. You know, yeah, and then you just move on from there. So, well, now I'm gonna have to bring my wife and my kid. I was say, anyone that's <laughs> listening now, yeah, that's so in there. I've got a that's three awesome. year old girl, but three year old is perfect. Well, uh, four year old is really good because then they're independent and you can put them in a class if you want, yeah, and nice. they provide lunch and they're with a bunch of little kids. So, do you run full classes at any time, or are you mostly individually trained? I mostly do privates now, do private, I've individual. Moved, yeah, I'm older now, I, I mostly do the private nice. end of things, yeah, so. So, Lots of people from out of state now. I don't do as many of the kids' lessons. You know, it's hard to compete with a. Are you getting a lot of Californians? Uh, Everybody a lot moving of to this state? from New York. New York, yeah. A lot okay. of people from New York, Pennsylvania, Florida. Nice. There's, uh, Jersey. A family out of Jersey yeah. comes and sees me every year, that's for sure. You ever had anybody famous want you to teach them? Uh, I had, you know who Johnny Damon is? Yeah, played for uh, yeah, the Boston Red, Boston Red Sox in New York and a few other places. That's awesome. I had his kids in right. the lesson. Fair enough. That's still cool. That's cool. That's right. Yeah. He was. He was. Yeah. The other guy had, who was a Boston guy had him in the lesson. So I had his kids for a while. You know. I just what? recently went to Boston and watched the Red Sox game. That was a good time. So I, I wanted cool. them to win, but Dude, Atlanta killed it. Atlanta. Yeah, killed it, oh, man. They? So my my uncle uh, married a Filipino and went to Boston. Uh, well, she went to Boston for school, Boston College, mm-hmm. and it was the year that they came back on the Yankees. So we kind of became Boston fans, and I remember I just hated the Yankees, so it, it worked out. And one of my friends in junior high was a Yankees fan, 
and they were up 3-0. I'm like, they're going to come back and win. Just watch. And I was just joking around, just, you know, yeah. give them a hard time. And they did. They came back and won. That was <laughs> and Johnny Damon. Yeah, yeah Johnny, Johnny Damon. Damon. That was yeah. Johnny Damon. And uh, who's a big poppy? He played for the poppy. Salt Lake Bees at one point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was a great year. And, and then they made that movie about it with uh, who's a funny comedian guy, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, and Drew Barrymore. Yeah, I know. Uh, I can't Fever remember. Pitch. Fever Pitch. Yeah, yeah. Fever Pitch. That. That's awesome. So yeah, I've got a lot of a lot of good memories yeah, with. That's cool. You were Red able to, yeah, you were able to train his kids and whatnot. That's freaking. Yeah, it, that's it was all right. Yeah. It was all right. It was all right. It was. It was. So good. what's your like uh, normal age age range? Do you I have usually, one? I do adults now. Adults I do more adults than mostly? anything else. Mostly private lessons. Mostly nice. adults, which is a lot of fun. You know, they come in. You know, one one of the programs we have at Snow Basin is a uh, first tracks. Uh huh. And what that is, you can get on the mountain at 8 o'clock in the morning on a powder day. Oh, yeah. Before the crowds are there, perfect corduroy, whatever. You come up and ski with me, and we'll get out at 8 o'clock. You'll do four runs on perfect snow with nobody on the mountain. It's, it's actually pretty cool. That sounds awesome. like heaven. It is. Right it is pretty awesome. Yeah, I've had awesome. kids where the, the parents brought their kids up, and we just played on the snow because there was nobody on the mountain. You weren't yeah. worried about people on the mountain. It was, they had a blast. Powder yeah. is so addicting. Yeah, those fresh days, those are the best. Sometimes I being, you have to earn it, right? Yeah. yeah. I haven't been, dude, I feel bad. I haven't been in probably five years, but in high school we did a lot. In my early 20s I did a ton, and anytime it snowed, it was like, get your stuff. We got to go as soon well, as that, possible. That was my dad. He, If it was snowing, he would only go when it would snow because his thing was, you know, if, if I'm going to pay that much money, I want fresh snow. Right, right. So he would check us out of school. <laughs> Just How, to go snowboarding. That's a good question. How's things been lately, Ted? The snow has been. Yeah, well, last year was It wasn't rough. a bad year last year. Wasn't bad? Uh, the COVID thing was uh, really tough for people, you know. Yeah. Uh, the poor uh, lift operators and patrol and ski instructor and so forth got beat up pretty good because they were always having people wear masks when they were in close company yeah. of everybody. So hopefully this year, yeah. people are a little nicer to those uh, attendants up there because COVID they were a little the rough. anger out. It was a little rough, yeah, yeah. on those guys. Definitely. So, so I, I just imagine you've been doing this for so long. For a few years, yeah. <laughs> what, you've got to have some stories. Like, what's a story? And you don't have to put names or anything, but just something that sticks out in your mind as a ski instructor. I, I'm a basketball coach, so I've got plenty of stories about, you know, trying to coach you. You teach how people yeah. how to throw axes. I'm yeah. sure you have got some, some goofy story, stories. Yeah. What What's your best story that you could tell? Well, uh, I don't know about the best story, but a great story would be uh, I had this gal, and uh, she was a first-time uh, student, and we, we were doing great. We, it was an all-day lesson, so we were skiing all day together, and it was a powder day. So I was jonesing to get up on the mountain to ski some powder. So... I was younger back then and not near as smart. I may not be smart now, but back then, I, <laughs> you know, back then. So she was doing awesome on the, on the lower hills, actually. So uh, she wanted to go to the top of the mountain. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I really, you know, but she talked me into it, you know, and she's from back east and everything else. So uh, we get up there underneath the middle bowl chair. Do you know where that is? Do you guys know where that is? Yeah. The middle bowl yeah. chair under there. And she sees this hill drop off, which is pretty daunting when you're, when you're when you're not used to the mountains, and yeah. it's it's pretty scary. So, oops. So we start sliding down, and she just totally freaks on me. She falls down, and everything else says she can't do, do it, and so uh, we uh, what do we do? 
she wants to walk down because she starts sliding down her, on her on her <laughs> bottom side. She starts sliding down, and I'm like, <sighs> so did she take her skis off and like hold them, or did you were you? Well, I had them? her skis, so I didn't want her in the middle of the run. Yeah. So yeah. I had her go to the side of the run. Well, she fell in a, she fell in the snow because it was powder, and she fell in the hole, and she got to here. The snow was up to here. Oh my her. gosh! She was like. like yeah, she felt. Yeah, she fell in the snow. <laughs> it was so crazy. soft, yeah. and it was up to here. And she thought she was going to drown. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. I can imagine the fear of that. Quick I get claustrophobic, sand. man. I'd she be the same she way. Was, she thought she was in quicksand. Oh, that's and rough. And so I, I get over to her. You know, I pull her out of the snow. We slide down. We put her skis on. We ski over to the middle bowl chair. Uh, take the middle bowl chair up and download off the off the lift. And uh, we get to the bottom. I think she's going to go right to my boss and. And just yell at yell yell at the boss, yeah. and yell at me, and everything else. Yeah. She goes, "That was an adventure. I had a great time. Thank you so much." <laughs> That's awesome. I'm like, That's awesome. So it's not always about the skiing; it's about the adventure that these people come to do. You know. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. just getting on the mountain. Yeah, just getting like, on the, it's yeah. Yeah. They love it. You yeah. know what? They they're seeing places they've never seen before. You, you forget how many people from back east that haven't been out west. Yeah. Come up to the mountains. They don't. I mean, their their mountains are huge here, so yeah. it's interesting. I know. I, I talk to so many people because we get a lot of tourism that come through this shop. Like, we uh-huh. get a lot of tour- tourism in both of them, but we get a lot here in Ogden because everybody's coming to the mountains right here, and that's, like, the, always the first thing they say. They're like, your view right out your window is amazing, and it's just, exactly, yeah, we exactly. Love we love being close to this close to the mountain right here. The, the crazy thing is people, they get they get up there, and they, they just get claustrophobic or, or, you know, a fair of heights or whatever yeah. because they're on yeah. top of the mountain, and they're like... It's, it's interesting to see the different perceptions of people, you know. It's yeah. kind of like if I were to go to the ocean. You know, I've been to the ocean a few times. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's stuff swimming down there that's bigger than me and scares the crap out of me. That's right. I don't jump in the water. I mean, we, <laughs> we go out deep sea fishing, and my wife and I have a few times, and I'm like, I'm not going anywhere, like, anywhere near the water in any way or shape or form. But, yeah, so I, I get that fear. So um, what, what's the hardest part to teach about skiing? I, I've never skied. I'm a snowboarder, and I've taught a few people how to, how to snowboard. So, you know, the big thing is not catching your edges because you want to carve back and forth. It's, it's the fear factor. It's that fear of sliding and being out of control. Yeah. For a kid's... Uh, you tell them something, you tell them to do this, that, and the other. And if, they, if you build a little bit of trust with kids, they will do what you tell them. Adults are different. You tell them yeah. something, they have to think about it, decide whether you're correct, and yeah. decide whether they're going to follow you or not. You yeah. know? And a lot of times that, that's, a, that's a conflict right there because they may not believe what you're saying because they're justifying something else. So you have to build that confidence that you are going to not hurt them or get them hurt or they're going to be okay. Yeah. That's a tough yeah. part. So what, what's something that, that you say a lot, like when, if, if someone hasn't been skiing before and they go on the mountain, because I, like, I always tell people like toes, heels, toes, heels to get their, their edge into the snow. What, what's something that you say skiing? Uh, just confidence, you know what? Just make sure balance stance is the most important thing. What's balance the escape down. route on skis? Just fall, fall over. Just fall over. Just fall Because like snowboarding, yeah, like I, that's, how I, that's what I do. I just fall butt. over. But like skis, you got two... I can see how an adult can get panicked and it can turn into well, yeah. a tragedy. <laughs> yes. So with the uh, new new uh, skiers, their their binds are set pretty loose. Okay. So when they uh, when they get stressed out, they will fall and their skis will come off. So That's I usually good. just tell them, you know, if you get going too fast, just tip over on your side. Don't fall backwards. Fall to your side because if you fall backwards, your knees aren't meant to bend that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a good way to hurt yourself. Yeah. So just fall to your side. You know, See, that would be enough. probably the hardest thing for me to learn because I'm so used to falling on my butt snowboarding. I mean, But you're used to sliding down the hill. If somebody that's yeah. not used to moving 
gravity has a way of scaring people because you're moving and sliding all the time. Yeah. So that's a, that's a tough part. So, like, if you get, so when you when you say you get a lot of adults that come from, like, other places, are you getting a lot of newbies that have never been on a set of skis ever? Or are you getting uh, people that are just like, I want to learn how to carve better, I want to learn how to do downhill better? What we get What's is your... a lot of people that have been here before that have come from Park City or for wherever that have come back that want to get better. They want to improve their, nice. their technique. They want to see the mountain. They want to explore the mountain a little bit. And when you come ski with me, I know some spots that... I was going to say, you probably got some good spots and stories and hidden areas and I've whatnot. got some spots that I take people to if, you know, yeah. that, if they want to go there, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So what what's your favorite mountain? I know you work at Snow Basin. I don't know if you have to say that that's your favorite mountain. But <laughs> I have to admit, it's pretty awesome. Let's Snow say, Basin is let's, awesome. Let's say besides Snow Basin. Okay. Because I have my, my Snowbird. favorite. Snowboard by far. Snowboard? Snowbird. Yeah. Why? Well, because their season's extended. When everybody closes, you can ski till. Because they're like the highest one, right? So their snow stays better or something like that? Or uh, yeah, they're pretty is high. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. So um, you'll ski there till the end of May, July 4th. You know? Yeah, that's awesome. That's pretty awesome. That's Last year cool. they shut down early because it got so warm. But I skied, what, May 8th, May 10th, mm-hmm. something like that. May 17th. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. That's, still, that's way late. Because, yeah, it doesn't snow basins close in like April? They close when people stop showing up and when the snow starts getting bad so yeah how early are they opening now because i know they make a lot of their own snow to get open earlier don't let's they? hope that they are open by thanksgiving oh well, man that'd be great we've got about 12 inches of base up there right now not much we had a good snowstorm yeah but this warm weather kills us yeah, every year, yeah. You know? what do you do yeah. so it's got to be about 26 28 degrees for them to start making snow up there or else oh. they're just spraying water on the mountain yeah and it's expensive to spray water on the yeah and we got a water and we're running out of water so yeah but this red price is up there yeah but they've got their own wells and everything else that's right that's right i forget about this uh all this rain helped out quite a bit to fill up actually i don't think i actually i say i forget about that i don't think i knew that they have their own wells that they pull their water from and stuff they do they have their own ponds i didn't know that either that's cool a giant well you know i don't know if you remember a few years ago the mountain would be kind of a rust color because uh the well Need was too liquid deep. death. That's pretty good stuff. <laughs> That's liquid death. The well was too deep, so they were pulling all the minerals out of the ground, oh. and, uh, and so they oh. had, to, had had to raise the well a little bit. So, oh dang, interesting. So, the colors this fall were amazing. Awesome. Yeah. And do you know why? No. Do you know why the colors? Know why. Are, no. no. It, so I don't know I was if this say, is. Do you know? Or are you going to tell us? <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but this is what I've heard. Okay. Is that. When the the colors on the mountain and the leaves are so vibrant, it's because of a drought. Really? Yeah. Huh. And we went through a drought, so I mean, it makes sense. And I've been here for a long time, and I thought I thought they were. It's been one of the best years for the colors. Yeah, I agree with you on that. It makes me sad that it's from a drought because I despise the drought right now. So. <laughs> right. Let's hope it's yeah. a good year, though. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. get some. I mean, we're off to a good start. Knock on wood, because we got some rain and whatnot in October and. It's starting. It's starting decent. So yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. And uh, some snowstorms in October. So starting. Yeah, let's I, hope so. Let's I, hope yeah. they're lining up. You know, I feel like it's like every other year. Like you have a bad year, and then it's it's like it dude. I dumps. feel like it's like every five. Like we get like really? five like mediocre ish years. Do you notice and then all anything of a sudden like we that? Just get uh, there is on. a trend. There is a trend. The last couple of years have been down, but we get snow late in the year. So yeah. it's, you forget about how bad the early part of the season was. Was it? Last year, the year before, we didn't open until after Thanksgiving, and we didn't get snow yeah. until last year, until about the middle of uh, December, if you remember correctly. Yeah. My wife was talking yeah. about this the other day, and she said it's like, an, they call it like El Nino or something. It's like every seven years. I don't know if that's the correct name, but I remember hearing this, something like, El something like that. Yeah. yeah. It was like every like seventh year, 
which or something like that, is which is what we're on this year. Hell it's supposed Nino. to be. Have you the ever snow. Sorry, like that reminded me of but Chris Farley. <laughs> I don't know which one it is. <laughs> Have you seen that clip of him? El Nino no. is Spanish for Nuh-uh. the I Nino. I no. have to see that. Have it's to watch funny. That. It's funny. Um, but yeah, it's. <laughs> he said it's supposed to be like every seventh year we're supposed to get dumped on, but then they were saying that Utah might be right out of the cusp, so we might not get dumped on. And I'm like, just give us some snow, please. What it doesn't matter. Whatever yeah. happens, give us some snow, yeah. right? Yeah, we're opening. So we're opening a store in Arizona next month, and so we have um, her name's Pam. She's uh, one of the owners of the Arizona store that down there. She's up here training with us this weekend, and she's just telling us about the heat and like. It gets so miserably hot in the summer, and then their winter time is like their summer. Yeah. So they have the mindset of like we have, like oh, winter time, it's just so cold and what and whatnot. Well, they treat that like they treat their summer that way. So they they a lot of people are like, I hate the summer. I can't take the heat. None of this is sucks. And then like the winter time, it's like fantastic. They're in tank tops all the yeah, time. Yeah. I'm like, that's crazy. I, I couldn't handle that. I I need the cold. I need the snow. I need I the seasons. Yes, yeah. all the of seasons. It. It's yeah. pretty awesome that we have four distinct seasons. You know, may yeah. not be long. They may not all last long, but we have different seasons, and it doesn't get to like fifty below at yeah. one season yeah. or like one hundred and twenty one season. You yeah, know? we went to we went to Canada a couple years before COVID um, for a big axe throwing tournament, and it was dead winter. It was February. I've never felt that kind of cold. <laughs> I, I couldn't do that. Dude. That was like bone chilling. And I was being confident because I'm from here. And I'm like, yeah, we get pretty cold. I can handle yeah. it. So I didn't pack anything heavy. My wife brought all her ski gear. She brought all of it. And she's like, oh, it's going to be freezing. You should bring more than just Where your jacket. Where was this? This was in Canada, in Toronto. Oh, okay. Dude, so my dad and I go outdoor in Toronto. And we're just wearing these like little makeshift flannel jackets. Like we're fine. I thought we were both going to die. We both were <laughs> laughing. We were laughing so hard because we were like, we're so stupid. It's so cold. <laughs> and my wife, dude, full get-up ski outfit comes out, and she's like, I'm fine. Let's go to the store. What are we doing? And I'm like, I can't. i got to find a jacket. It was crazy. I've That's never crazy. been to Toronto. Yeah. I want to go to Toronto. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. So, yeah, so I'd imagine that you've skied other places besides Utah. What? Uh, a little bit, yeah. What's your favorite place that you've been outside of Utah? Um, I've skied Sun Valley quite a bit. It's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. I uh, never skied Colorado, but mostly just Utah. And yeah. plus, I've been to Europe a few times. I've skied Europe a few times, which is awesome. pretty awesome. You've been to Europe a few times to ski? That's yeah. awesome. Where yeah. I've got a group of uh, ski instructor friends that, you know, we go about every three years. That's rad. It's How is that? Pretty, it's pretty, is it pretty cool. cool. It's pretty cool. What part of Europe? Uh, Northern Italy, Austria. Oh man, that's it's awesome! Cool. You know the I food's go good. The, the beer right is now. amazing. Oh, yeah. I believe it. The food and the skiing is pretty good. Talking. So, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say talking beer. I'm loving this new. This is this your one? Just one of your logos, or this, this is your, one of my logos? One of them. Yes, yes, I love this one. one. It's, it's, it looks like. Am I am I right by saying that the stuff coming out of the beer can is like mountains you got and it, ice? You got Dude, it. That is. That's right. And so. You've been an instructor for a long time, but this has established 2017 for Ted Ski. So right. is that your – you've been an instructor with, like, with the mountains for a while, but now this is your personal instructing business? No, or? this is just my brand. Just Ted the brand. This so is the Ted Ski brand. Okay, this is so, the Ted and Ski then brand. I was looking on your site, and it shows that you are selling a lot of apparel now. Right. And it looks rad. So you were saying before we started the podcast, like, you're starting to print your own and figure out machines. I'm starting to print my own machines, shirts, yeah. I'm trying to figure out machines, your own stuff. Yeah, exactly. Trying How's to cut costs as far as uh, – because, you know, that's, that's most of your costs is – yeah. Printing stuff, so yeah, trying to make a go of it. So yeah, Ted Ski brand has been around for a while, and from from that, it, it, that came from the ski industry, from the ski instructor business. I used to make T-shirts when I was young, when, and give those to my clients when they'd come in for like a week or so. Yeah, and I'd make handmade. I'd, I'd print them up and I'd iron, the iron them on, on myself. <laughs> I'd iron on myself. Yep. 
and everything else. And I thought they were awesome. I thought they were, you know, makeshift and everything else. And then finally my wife tells me one day, don't do that anymore. Yeah. Buy some T-shirts. Buy some real <laughs> professional. Yeah. I said, but they're cool. She goes, yeah, but not that cool. <laughs> Where did the name Tedski come from? Because I imagine people come up to you and you're like, hey, Tedski. Like, that's what I imagine well, people, how it came from. I'm but what's Ted the story on it? I'm Ted and I'm Ski. All right. Just, just, just combine it and make it the brand. Yeah. I like it. Nice. Yeah, it just reminded me of, like, Shotski. Like, yeah. you've seen those four, those skis that have four shots on them. You're supposed yeah, to do it as a yeah. group. That's I've, what I've got one of those at home. Yeah. Definitely, yes. haven't used it for a while, but yes, I have it. So I would do that, and then trying to get my business up, you know, I started, I started making t-shirts, you know, because I thought that'd be a cool thing to do, you know. Yeah. When I, I, I remember when I was young, we'd always go somewhere on vacation, and what we'd do, we're always looking for that cool t-shirt. Yeah, you know, yeah. Not the one that was in the store that was, you know, right. that everybody had. You, you, were, local. you were looking for that you know, yep. underground thing, so that's where that came from. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what was the hardest part about starting up the business? Uh, starting it up. <laughs> but, but, like, walk us <laughs> no. through it, like, one step forward. <laughs> Like, what what was a point where you're like, man, I don't know if this is going to work, and what did you do to kind of get over that? Well, you have to have your hook. you got to have a hook, you know, and just, and people got to know what, what your hook is, you know, and if you don't, if you say, Tetsky, what's that? Well, and if they're not interested, they're not going to buy your gear, no matter how well you talk to them and so forth. Yeah. So I came up with an idea, the Tetsky pick of the day, you know, and I started talking to young people, and they're all about social media and everything else, right. and they're the ones who tell me how to what to do on this stuff yeah yeah so the ted's key pick of the day is we got cool people cool gear cool places that's you know? genius i like that so what the, what what part of my deal is i will uh sell them a t-shirt but then i have a handout that i give them and i tell them you know what send me a picture of you wearing your shirt, shirt somewhere and i'll post it and, and that's people, how jordan that's how you found them right was, yeah well yeah utah, utah is rad hashtag which you use and i i think i just saw a picture I, I can't remember I, and then I clicked on your account and saw all these these pictures and it's genius it's fun it's and it's, it's been fun you, you know, brought us a couple and yeah, I'm excited like to like them. get yeah. we're gonna take a picture oh, after yeah, we this have to, we have to we're gonna have to yeah, we want to get the pick of the day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> tough that's tough <laughs> it's so, been fun though that's good. that's good I wanted to ask you on it says on here it says sometimes you have to earn it what's the what's the story behind that phrase because that's on your on a lot of your apparel, right? It's on your logo. It's on everything. It's on everything? It's on everything. That's awesome. Much. So what's, what's kind of the background story on so, that phrase? Is that your motto in life or what so is So that? that's my motto. That is my motto. Sometimes you have to earn it is kind of a ski, ski slogan, you know. Sometimes you have to earn your turns, you know. If there's fresh pow and it's up on the mountain, sometimes you have to hike to get it, you know, get those two yeah. turns in. You, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Backcountry. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not a backcountry guy, but yeah. Sometimes you have to earn those turns. You have to hike to it, you know, and... That's where that started from. So I just kind of yeah. took that and ran with that. That's awesome. So about, that was my motto starting out. So about two years ago, I had a stroke. I'm sorry to hear that. And I had a major stroke. It put me down for eight months, you know. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I was in, I was in rehab, I, I, the whole thing, you know. And the doctor said, if you don't get after it, work out hard, do therapy mm-hmm. and everything else, you only have so many months before you'll have some lasting effects. So I did. So what happened, sometimes you have to earn it, became my way of life. Yeah. And so from there, that's that's what I live every day. Sometimes you have to earn it. That's so awesome. was your way of getting out skiing? Yes. Or, yes. Yeah? You but, were able to ski still? Uh, not until the next year. 
I spent a year in, or not quite a year, doing rehab. And like in yeah. the like gym and teaching how to reuse yes, stuff and, and whatnot. Physical okay. therapy, working with therapists, and how so was forth. it? How was it like the first day back on the skis? It was emotional. Was it? It was absolutely terrible. I did one run, I think, and then I slept the rest of the day. I don't know. It was. It was like. But were you just so like happy and proud? Like I would just. It was be tough. So it excited. was emotional. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. It was. It was a rough. But you know what? The second day was even better. Yeah. Good. And the third day was better now. So. Good. You can come back from those things. Yeah. So. Well, so I I was in a not I didn't have a stroke, but I was hit by a car on my motorcycle. Oh no! And uh, you can see my scars, but I I went through a year of rehab too, learning how to walk. And um, one of my thoughts, first thoughts, was can I shoot a basketball? Because I love basketball, so um, I can relate to your story of it just being. There's so many emotional ups and downs to it. It's tough. And the only thing you have, I think, that keeps you going is that thought of, can I shoot a basketball? When will I shoot a basketball, yeah. right? Yeah. And that was for me. That was skiing. My ideal was I was going to ski that year. It never happened. But that was my push for the next season was if, if I'm going to get through life, I need to ski because that's what I'm about. you know. So. And now look at man. Now you got this clothing business growing with it. That's we hope so. That's awesome. It's <laughs> yeah. inspiring, man. That's inspiring. For well, sure. I think me and Braden always say this. I think people connect with stories to, than more than seeing a logo. Yep. And then they put your story with your logo, and that that's what makes people you know really attracted to you. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Um, I know that I learned a lot through my accident. What do you What do you feel like the biggest thing is that you learned from your stroke? Because People have life-altering events. It was a life-altering event, and you know what? Uh, it can happen to anybody, anytime, anywhere, yeah. any place. You know, in an instant, too. Uh, my wife found me on the floor in bed. For, I'd rolled out of bed. So. Do you remember any of it no, before? No, for two weeks. I don't remember any of that stuff. So did they take take you to the hospital? Took me in the hospital on a gurney and all that stuff, and put me down and. Uh, they, they couldn't give me the stroke medicine that they're supposed to give you to help you get you. I don't know what that does, but they didn't give me that. So I spent nine days in a rehab hospital, just learned how to walk. And my, my vocals came back pretty quick, but I couldn't move my right hand very well and so forth. Yeah. And then talking to the doctors and so forth, they said, you know what? You have an opportunity to, to get out of this, but you have to work hard to do it. So that's where I'm at. So I remember when I first woke up, I was in a coma for three weeks. Um, do you remember waking up and, like, not knowing what had happened or what, I just, what was it like? I just remember, well, everybody's told me what's happened. So I just, it was kind of a, it's fuzzy. It's really yeah. fuzzy. So every once in a while something will come up like, yeah, I remember something, you know. But uh, maybe I've blocked that out. I don't know. But for me, it's a little fuzzy. Was there any brain damage? Uh, I've got a couple spots. Yeah. That might have been before the stroke, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> they, they might have found that on the, the MRI or the CAT scan, but that might have been... Who knows when that happened? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The brain's weird. It's... Because I have a brain injury, and so I, there's things that I notice that are different, but, you know, my friends or family, most of them say, yeah, you're the same. My wife probably notices a big difference. Is there things that you struggled with with relationship wise with with people close to you or would most people say you're you're still same guy Uh, i cry a lot i i can't watch a hallmark movie with my wife anymore (laughs) because uh 
I cry at the drop of a hat. I cry at freaking Disney movies now. You yeah, know? So really. My emotions are out there now on my sleeves all the time. So it's it's tough. It's a good know? and bad thing. It's a good and bad thing. It yeah. depends on the person you're talking to. too. Although the family's yeah. a little tough, they're like you're you're just a baby now. <laughs> they're, they're not as uh, you know. They're a little tough on me with that. Yeah. So I, I promised I wouldn't cry today, so I've, I've done pretty good, you know? Yeah. We'll just pour, we'll just say it was liquid death and pour it down <laughs> <Yeah>. your face. <laughs> exactly. So one of the things I notice is I tend to repeat my, if I get tired, I tend to go into a loop and I start repeating myself over and over again. And yeah. I, 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 I notice like that after a while. The same story or like? What just you... the same phrase, you know, okay. I'll be talking to the wife and I'll just start repeating myself. If I get tired, you know, and yeah. if I set something down somewhere i'll forget where i said it just kind of you know you set your keys on the counter yeah yeah i'll search and i think we all do that but it's even worse now than before because i'll set them there and i'll come back and i'll search the whole house to find my keys and they were sitting right there on the counter and i didn't realize that you know so stuff like that little things that happens to me too and i think sometimes you tell people like you know this is different and it's like well i do that too and it's like yeah i like I get it. It's a human human nature, you know. We all that do was it. my first impulse. Literally, when you said that, I was like, "Well, I lose my keys all the time too." But it's probably a totally different. Yeah, you, you just guys that you have like that injury. You, I think you notice it more because you, you notice it a lot. You remember yeah. what it what you used to be like, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, when we're talking setting my keys down, we're talking. Uh, I take my pocket, I'll set them on the counter, and then walk away, and I cannot remember where I put my keys after putting them there two minutes beforehand and yeah. that's the difference yeah. right there yeah so, I, think, I mean we all lose our keys but, right but so i have a I hook in the cabinet that if i don't put them there i will lose them yeah, yeah so yeah I, I try and have systems like that my wife <laughs> she, my wife's an artist and so she's just scattered everywhere and it, it drives me insane sometimes but it's the same thing it's like why don't you just put something <laughs> Like where it goes each time, and then <laughs> right, you don't right. have to look for it because we'll we'll spend a whole Saturday looking for something. No, I'm not gonna, it's I'm not gonna relate to this story. I'm gonna let you get in trouble later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully that's fine. That's hopefully funny. she uh, doesn't make it this far. She she listens to the podcast, but we're about forty minutes in. So, so how is the podcast going, you guys? It's going good, man. I think it's going. I think it's, it's a great. lot of fun. Yeah, like so. This is it was, blast. It's been a blast. Yeah, yeah this has definitely, and it's so it's just. So Jordan had it before with another friend of his, and that didn't end up happen, or working out. And so he called me on it and was like, hey, I got this podcast. I think we should join it. I'm going to be honest with you. I joined it on a whim. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And now I'm like, look forward to it every week. Like, They're this addicting. Is totally fun. Yeah. Like, so I first started the Utah Jazz podcast. Uh-huh. Um, so you're Utah Jazz. Oh, oh I've got a, a tattoo. I'm hard. Yeah. Jazz. I told him the other day, I was like, I have a theory that uh, New Orleans is going to buy the jazz name back because they've been rebranding. That's probably not going to happen, but it scared no, him because he's like, dude, I have it tatted on my side. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we started a jazz podcast, just me, my brother, and a friend, and we would do one after every single game. No kidding. And back then we were single and had time, but it, it was a big project. So I learned how to podcast, um, and then... Everybody kind of just went their separate ways, and with right, so right. much work, we didn't do it. And then when I became an agent, I was like, we should start another one. That's cool. And we were we were interviewing other agents, and it was it was really great. But we just we rebranded because like I wanted to do something with Braden. We've both kind of been entrepreneurs yeah, buddies right, for right. a long time, and entrepreneurs, and so. And so let me ask you this: Who yeah. have you had any jazz on? 
No, uh, yeah, but, but if you if you've got a hookup, you know, <laughs> Donovan comes up and gets ski lessons. You send them our way. That'd be awesome. Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be yeah. Awesome. So so the guy we just bought these professional mics. We used to do it through Zoom and just like AirPods. Right, right. And it doesn't sound as good, but right. I found these. My another buddy has a BYU podcast, football. Uh huh. It was huge. I was like, teach me. So Zach he, killed it the other day. Yeah, yeah, he did. Zach Wilson, he had a great <laughs> game. He did. And uh, so he had a mutual friend that had microphones, posted it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I, I find everything on social media. I said, hey, I'll buy your mics. Well, I went to meet him, and he started a Real Salt Lake podcast wow. for the soccer. Um, it got such a big following that KSL reached out to him and said, hey, will you wow. come work for us? So he now works for KSL. Yeah, it's crazy. He's filming. Dude, he goes to jazz games and fils- films jazz games now. That's I'm awesome. Like, dude, take me. Yeah. <laughs> And he, he's like, ah, oh, KSL won't let me. So I've, I've listened to Joe Rogan. I yeah. love podcasts. And it's not so much about, like, the following. Like, obviously, we have about 40, 50 people per week listen. And, you know, it would be great if it blew up. But we meet so many cool people. It's yeah. awesome. Like, like having different guests is way more rewarding than the jazz one because we do it with the same group of guys. Right, right. But... Yeah, when we were doing real estate, I, I found my title girl, and I've done every transaction through her, and we have a great relationship. And that's kind of the goal of, yeah. of doing this. You know, we can feed each other business, bring people into social acts, right. real and estate. promote and then, Utah altogether. And we, we are found, Utah. That, that's yeah. a, where'd you come up with yeah. that? That's an awesome name. Well, George came up with that one. Yeah, so I went to my grandpa. He, he was in commercial real estate. Uh-huh. It's like, what should I name like real estate podcast? It's not really a real estate podcast right. anymore. Um, he's like, this is where we live. And I was like, yeah. And so I was thinking, like, it needs to have Utah in it. Um, and then I thought, I went all over the place. Yeah. I really don't know. But the Utah Jazz used to have a hashtag called We Are Utah. Oh, really? And it never really caught on. And now it's take note. And so I thought, I'll just kind of piggyback off that and you know if we want to do a few jazz podcasts we can yeah. name it we are utah yeah, and love it and so it just it just came to me honestly that's, pretty, that's a pretty good name that's a pretty cool i like it hashtag yeah. that's for sure there's another podcast called i am salt lake and he had, he's he's great yeah that guy's um, awesome i was on his podcast it was a great yeah, time. yeah yeah you were on his yeah. podcast he's a real estate agent too he is yeah and so i looked at his and i thought oh that's great but i don't want i am I want I want it to be us like right, right, we yeah. so I think it <clears throat> yeah just came we are Utah so I like it yeah that was yeah. a great podcast to be on too he was he's a ton of fun who and his wife do it I think it's his, Chris and Chrissy yeah, yeah his website's amazing oh yeah he's been doing it for nine years for nine years nine years he's been doing wow. it. Yeah, he's got like, like five hundred some yeah, his, episodes he has and, so many episodes it's great he's probably wow. got everybody and anyone that owns a business I think in Salt Lake has probably been on it and it's wow. it's cool he's it's partnered cool with some radio station as well I don't know if he has his own segment. But yeah, yeah it's pretty there's, cool. there's some good cool. podcasts That's on there. Awesome. So, well, so can well, yeah. can people? I I would say go follow you on Instagram because that's where I'm at the most. It's at Tedsky. At Tedsky 2017. 2017. At Tedsky 2017. Because that's when you founded it. Yes, yeah. that's when I founded the that part of the business. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, we founded the same year. Social Acts was. That's was it really? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. 
you guys we should have do, something. We should do a podcast together. We should. <laughs> <laughs> no, T- Tedsky 2017. My other one is Ted Valerio. That was my personal one that right. I started with. Okay. And then I thought, you know, people were telling me you probably ought to have a business one more so. Yeah. And then my website is Tedsky1 at live dot or tetsky onecom That's a beautiful site. I love it. I'm looking at it right now. tetsky onecom is my site, and I talk about... It's going to change up here pretty soon because we're going to move towards the selling of beanies, tees, and hats more so than just the ski instructor business. Yeah. Yeah, originally... Say, oh, go ahead. Originally, <clears throat> excuse me, it was about trying to promote me as a ski instructor. Right. Well, the business is starting to take off there. I don't need to promote that yeah. quite as much, so... I'm promoting more tees, beans, and hats now. Right. So. so on all these designs and stuff, is this who's doing this stuff for you? Is this you? Is this family uh, members? Are you got you hiring people? Like, yeah, the logos. logos the logos. Whatnot, they're awesome. Uh, the logo I had done several years ago, and yeah. it took me a long time to figure out what I wanted to do with it. Right. And the and that logo there, I had a local artist draw that up for I love me. This one. That's the coolest thing ever. And so yeah, I'm looking yeah. for a local artists to draw. Stuff for me, you know, that aren't too expensive. My wife's an artist. Is she, oh my heavens! She, she's a school teacher artist, so you might get her for real cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but we're always looking to help each other out a little bit, you know. Yeah, that buy local—that's such a cool—that's such a cool concept exactly. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's the goal of the podcast: is connect as many local people, and then also people that are moving here that you know might right, not right. know the area as well can tune in the podcast or follow yeah. our. our Facebook page. Yeah. It's like I just said yeah. earlier, like all the Californians and you were saying New Yorkers, like, yeah, so now, many. Listen to this one. Talk to Ted. Yeah. Right. Well, teach yeah. you how to ski. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. So one quick note on the beanies there. So I import the beanies from, uh, from Europe, a lot of them from Europe. Gotcha. Some from Ecuador. And the patches that I put on there, I sew, I sew on myself. To make them my yeah to make them yeah my. on the t-shirt I love the patch on this on the arm on the arm isn't that's kind of cool it's cool yeah. yeah so but the beanies I actually sew so every night I'm a I sew beanies every night really <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> sew beanies and watch jazz games right <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly how are they going to do this year by the way well they're the best team in the league right now so they were the best team last year as well so. But you what really, happened last year? Though, yeah, you really don't know until don't playoffs. Know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the playoffs. Exactly. You've played all know. season until, yeah. Is Rudy yeah. done after this year, or has he got another? No. Uh, well, I think it's contract, but they'll re-sign him. He's he's too good of a player, and I think he'll stay. Unless he doesn't. But, yeah, that's the tough part about those good players like that. Yeah, they, like Hayward, when he left, uh, is depressed. But That's kind of like the exciting thing about the new owner, though, right? Is Ryan we'll Smith changes come in like that, yeah, where he'll awesome. throw some money and keep some players. That yeah, he's always definitely trying to throwing leave. a lot more money than the Millers, yeah. which the Millers ran it great. But yeah, I'm not saying anything bad, but he's I feel like that was always the, the complaint level. that I always heard was like they're not paying enough, so they're going to another team or something. Yeah, so. he's got enough money. Yeah, he's got plenty. He can spend it. Um, so yeah, it, I've been a fan. My grandpa had season tickets back when Michael Jordan and Karl Malone and John Stockton played. And he'd fly to Chicago uh, no and go to the games. Wow. Not with the actual team, but, like, he'd buy a ticket, fly. Right. Well, nobody it. had a plane back then. Right, right. But so I, I say I've been cursed into it because it's been a struggle uh, not winning a championship yet. <laughs> so uh, back in, was it 98 when they were in the? Yeah, 98, 97. The last dance. Yes. <laughs> My okay. wife, she took the little kids. In, in the strollers and was sitting outside the yeah we did Delta that center and watched the game the big screen they yeah, had that was That's pretty awesome. cool that was fun yeah. 
Yeah, we've we've gone a couple times. Uh, like in 08, they had Darren Williams, and they'd have the screen out and paint your face. So it's always a good time. Yeah. Um, so if if someone wants to take a ski class from you, is it easier to call Snow Basin, or do they go to your website? What's the process? Okay, so I work for Snow Basin directly. So yeah. the best way to hire me is to go to Snow Basin Ski Lessons there, and the ski lesson site at Snow Basin, and talk to somebody and request me directly. And then they'll put me on the list with them, and we'll go from there. And then call me also, and then let me know that they're going to, uh, or DM me, whatever they want to do. Okay. Let me know that they want to do that. But, yeah, I work directly for Snow Basin. Okay. So. And then if someone wants to get a, uh, some gear, shirt, beanie, is tedski1.com the best place to do Tedski that? Tedski1.com is great. I've got, I'm set up for with, uh, I think, uh, PayPal is on there. And so okay. you, you can buy direct right you there. You Venmo yet? You can Venmo, yeah. Venmo? Yeah, okay. you can Venmo awesome. me there also, yeah. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll have all that in the description. So if you're looking to get a T-shirt, ski instructions... Uh, I'll put it all in there with links so you can just click on it. Is there anything else that you, you want to get out there? Yeah, do you have anything exciting you need to talk about? Uh, other than let's uh, go jazz. How about that? Go jazz. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Yeah, go jazz. Pray for snow, right? Yeah, pray, pray for, for snow. snow. Pray for That's snow and go jazz. Those snow, will be the man. hashtags we'll use yeah. for the next couple of months. I like it. <laughs> we no. need to pray for snow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We need some snow, man. I hope, man. I hope it's a good year. Well, Ted, I, I well, thank you guys. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you coming in. I appreciate you opening up about your personal story a little bit. I didn't I, cry. I, yeah. I promised my family. You know, they were like, "You're gonna cry right well, when you well, start." Well, that was my goal is to have <laughs> you be the first guest. So I guess we'll have to have you on again and and make you cry next. Talk time. about Disney movies. Yeah, we'll put a Disney movie on. <laughs> hey, Fox and the Hound gets me every time, man. I'll tell you that. Lion King. Yeah, Lion King's rough. Oh. We're oh, dude. What was it before we finished? What were, I was just looking at something, and it was talking about how kids today, the they don't understand how bad it was with the kid movies that were coming out in the 90s and 2000s. And, like, you compare the sad stories, like, Fox and the Hound is brutal, dude. <laughs> Lion yeah. King is brutal. Like, they watch his dad die, and I'm like, no wonder that people are traumatized from well, that. Bambi. Like, yeah, Bam- Bambi. Yeah, Bambi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you watch the stories now, it's like they're Lion not King. nearly Lion as King. much as emotional as that. If is, you think was about the theme it, behind Disney just have the character lose their parents so i think so it's kind of like superheroes at the time like not every superhero their dad died or their mom died and that's yeah. why they got their powers or something right so that's, that's a good funny. comeback story yeah anyways so i right. appreciate you having, yeah, having well, you guys. this was fun this is a blast yeah. i even got to throw some axes yeah, and, yeah. you did good he's a natural just so everybody knows we have the video he's a natural uh, yeah, we'll came post in, it on the you'll post it. your i just need the big shop. beard you know yeah. i did wear the uh i need to shave i did wear the the checkered shirt. Yeah, we should, we day. appreciate that. That's good. <laughs> I can't grow my beard, so I'm I'm right in the same boat as you. I yeah. I wish I could have that. It gets to about this length, thing. and I have to make the decision: do I commit and let it go, or it's got to get shortened up? Like right here is the end gate. Like it, there's, and there's a decision to be made right now. <laughs> but if you shave that off, yeah. is there less on top? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> At least I have it on top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So that's if you guys true. know uh, any great stories, businesses, restaurants um, that we could connect with, reach out to me or Braden. Yeah. We'd love to schedule. We're we're booked out. A while, a couple weeks, yeah, um, two weeks. But so. we have have a calendar that you can go on and book your your recording and either come into social acts or we can come to you, whatever's easiest. So we appreciate you for listening. Uh, hope that we connected you with someone very valuable. I know that we'll probably be up with my wife and kids taking some ski lessons soon. So awesome! Yeah, awesome. So thanks That's for awesome. coming in. Thanks everybody. Thank you.